still see the dummies outside with fireworks. The devil will deceive, that's how a liar works. Fourth of July in they land of the free. That day is for them, it's not for you and me. Independence Day is for Britain's immigrants. Better look around, we still third-class citizens. 400 years of slavery, where's my dividends? Think they care about you, best ask them Indians. Ask Breonna Taylor, ask George Floyd. If you ask me, the whole Constitution is null and void. Can't be proud in the land that lets my people die. Here's my reply, fuck 4th of July. Welcome to the Unwatered Down Show. I'm relaxing. Or I'm trying to. If you know anything about me, you know I'm doing a whole lot. I'm firing on all cylinders. I'm getting to it. Got a whole lot going. Got the comedy show. Got a movie. Got like four TV shows. And we got this, the Unwatered Down Show. Got a new book supposed to come out too. Not to mention videos and albums and all that stuff. I'm tired, man. So I'm trying to relax a little bit, but I got to get the people what they need. I got to make sure I feed your brain, man. You know what I'm talking about? So um, this here is a show about the holiday, uh, what y'all call Christmas. Call it Merry Madness because, you know, I'm not going to just say something that I can't explain. I'm going to break it down to you. I like to break it down, down, break it, and all of that. But uh, let's get into it. This whole holiday season thing that you all call it stems from what they call holy days. And the majority of them, there's nothing holy in a proper fashion about them. It's merry madness, that's what it is. Merry madness. So show this particular footage to all of your friends and all of your people that want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'm gonna try it this way this year instead of cursing you out. I'll take you to your scripture, your history, do some fellowshipping with you, and let you see what's wrong with it on a larger scale. Because um, Christmas, as we know, most of us know, it's a farce. It's fake, it's fiction. And you start your children off in the fiction section of the library telling them about this dude Santa Claus you tell them about uh, you know Saint Nicholas Chris Kringle and you know those are three different things right but we've rolled them all into one and made them all the same thing Santa Claus Chris Kringle Saint Nicholas three different things but you know as the story goes you know we got dogs flying in the sky with some kind of cancerous nostrils to where they guiding sleighs and landing on the rooftop and Dropping off something they stole from Best Buy, breaking and entering, <laughs> eating up your diabetic tray and drinking all your milk. Come on, man. But uh, I'm going to take it out, go on down through there and try to show you what I'm talking about. When I use the word pagan, first I got to ask you all, what does pagan mean to you? Because a lot of people say, well, pagan, you know, this is a pagan religion or that's a pagan tradition. What is pagan? The definition of pagan is kind of uh, subjective on the simple fact that it pretty much was 
the opposite of whatever was popular back during the time that these religions were being developed. That's pretty much what a pagan was. But if we keep it in present tense, pagan is going to be some of the things that were cult-like that kind of were more along the lines of what people would call devil worship or Satan worship or something that's not Christian, something that's not Islamic, something that's not part of Judaism. You know, you get people that would study different aspects of Hinduism and say, well, that's paganism. Or you will get people that will look at what's been happening in Africa with pantheism, which is what they would call nature worship, and it's not. It's being in touch with nature. That's what it is. Consultation of the dead is when you speak to your ancestors, the people that left this spiritual plane, this physical plane, and they went on to the next plane. But people will say they were worshiping ghosts. And, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. First of all, because I took some notes because I don't have my Bible with me. I was really looking for my Bible so that I can come in here and read straight from the scripture to everybody. Problem with that is when you're at work and then you gotta come straight from work to, over here to do this. And then you gotta fight for traffic and find a parking spot. You, you ain't got time to find no Bible. I'm glad I took the notes. So y'all can go to it in your Bible. You can get your Bible right now while you're looking at me and second guessing. Or you can Google it. It's on the phone these days. You can go and put in the chapter and verse and you'll find it. But, um, you know, Jesus was dead like six decades before the Bible was ever, before they even started writing the Bible. He was, it was approximately 63 years after the death of the one they called Jesus Christ, before the first scribbling was put together for a thing that came to be known as the Bible. So, 60 years ago, think about what was happening then. 60 years. Some of y'all grandmama then was born 60 years ago. So that's two or three lifetimes for you, you know. Things get lost in translation. A lot change in 60 years. So the actual stuff that was here 60 years ago is not now. Remnants of it may be. So you kind of got to work with what's available. And I said that because that the Bible started being written 60 years after the death of the one they call Jesus. And one of the scriptures that's in there is 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So the Bible is the inspiration of God. Everything in the book is supposed to be something that God inspired. It's not just you know random writing according to second Tim timothy but who was timothy i don't want to deviate from where i'm going with christmas but google who timothy was <clears throat> and we'll see about getting our facts straight just like we should google who john and luke were were these people disciples because they got their own gospel in the book they got their own gospel who were they and what were the ages of these people keep in mind when Jesus was coming through doing what he was doing, some some of these people weren't even teenagers yet. So how are they writing, giving you the gospel about something that they can't validate? And where is Barnabas? Barnabas was Jesus' homeboy. 
where is his book? His, why is his book not in this Bible? And I would clarify that this Bible, the one that's widely used, is the Protestant version of the Bible. The Deuterocanonical Apocrypha, which is the Catholic Bible, has additional books in it that were removed from this Bible that you're looking at. Your, your particular Bible has 60-some books, what, 66, something like that. And the Catholic Bible has 70, I believe, 73. Why? People say, well, it's a difference of opinion. Hold up. God inspired all this. In Revelation, it said nobody's supposed to add to or take from this inspiration. So did the Catholic people add or did the Protestant people take away? Somebody violated just uh, trying to show you that because if we go to John 19.35 or John 21.24 or Luke 1.3 you'll see that this is plagiarism these people are writing from hearsay I'll say those scriptures and verses again so you can go and look at them because I don't have my Bible but I know what they say is John 19.35 or John 21.24 through John 21.25 or Luke chapter 1 verse 3 through chapter 1 verse 4. Now check that out and you'll see that the plagiarism is there. Now before we touch on Christmas I'm just trying to get you to see where I'm coming from with the Bible. This is not something I'm making up. This is not my opinion. And people say, well, why are you all on the Bible? Well, ain't you a Muslim? No, I'm not a Muslim. And why I'm all on the Bible is because Christmas is supposed to be Christ Mass, which is supposed to be the birthday of your Savior, your Lord and Savior. So I'm dealing with your book. Hold on, let's talk about it. In your book, if you go to Isaiah 37, I'd like you to check out that there's a census being taken. And when you read Isaiah 37, I'd like you to put a bookmark in Isaiah 37. Keep your finger there, keep your bookmark, whatever. And flip real quick to 2 Kings 19. What's going on? Why is that the exact same story? Why? Did God forget that he inspired that once so he had to inspire it again? That's the same story in the Bible, twice. Who did that? Who wrote that? Was it Isaiah or was it one of these kings? These are just questions because if you look at the census in one version of the story, the Lord commanded that they take this census and the other one Satan said go take this census and then the count is off and then people will say hold up so that's two different stories no it's the exact same story and it's human error because there is a count that's off by a zero a zero so you go from 10 to 100 100 1000 there's a zero that messes up the count in the variation of these two different stories problem with that is the numeral zero was not in use at the time this scripture was put together. Hmm. Facts. How do I know this? Google it. See, I know this because I actually researched. The good thing is that now you don't have to because somebody already did it for you and they put it out there where you can find it on Google. All right, what we're going to do right here, we just going to stop for a minute because I can't front black people. We make some of the coldest Christmas music out there, so 
Y'all need to check some of this out, and we'll be right back at you. Uh, 
Now if you wanna jingle, grab your partner and hit the flow. Come on now. Don't just go through life with these blinders on. You don't have to. Take them off. Open your mind up because you're willing to embrace and accept everything else. Why don't you accept a little bit of truth in your life? That's what I'm giving you. They say the Lord is the truth and the light and the way. Let's give you some of that because that's what you, you say you're into, right? 2 Samuel 10. I'd like you to open up your book to that. Put your bookmark in it and hurry up and flip over to 1 Chronicles 19. Same story. And the reason I'm not going through there reading these with you, I don't want to take up my time doing that, but I'm giving you the scripture so you can look at it on your own. I'm going to run through a couple of other ones real quick. 2 Kings 24, 8 through 24, 17. Same story as 2 Chronicles 36, 9 through 36, 10. 1 Kings 7.26, same as 2 Chronicles 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 5. Uh, 1 Kings 4.26, same as 2 Chronicles 9.25. Now, if we slipped and messed up once on one story, then, you know, but that's like four or five, like six, what? Was God, did God have dementia? Did God develop early set onset Alzheimer's or something uh, God don't have forgetfulness this is some human stuff God didn't make these mistakes first of all what language did God speak if God is the author of all languages <laughs> we can go so many ways with this but this has been revealed because remember 2 Timothy 3.16 all scripture it's given by inspiration of God. I think somebody was a copycat. I don't think the inspiration went this way because uh, there's too many mistakes in it. People say, well, the book ain't perfect. It's the infallible word of God. We should seek perfection in the infallible word of God, right? Because, you know, my first reason for raising the eyebrow at the Bible in the first place was uh, when I came across a 
piece of scripture in the book of Ephesians. We all grow up, when we grow up in America, black people, it's like by default, we automatically in the church. We automatically Baptist, especially down south, Southern Baptist. That's just, that goes without saying. It's when you get older that you start learning and start seeing other things and you question stuff and you get told immediately, don't question God. I'm not questioning God, I'm questioning you. I'm asking you, why is this? And, and what's going on? Why? And nobody can ever give you a real thorough explanation because in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 5 through verse 8, it tells the slaves to obey their masters of the flesh with trembling and fear. Now, people want to misconstrue that and revamp it and try to remix it and do all the stuff they want to. This was talking about the Hebrews. No, it wasn't. The people on plantations throughout this country were talking to us. They all, if the initial was written for the Hebrews, it don't matter. In the 1800s, 1700s, they was talking to us. They used that same book to tell us, obey you. I'm not obeying them. No, I'm not doing that. And how are you going to use what's inspired by God to justify that? So God don't like us either? You know what I'm saying? Because y'all don't like us. Y'all got us in bondage. And you saying God is telling us to obey y'all. Nah. Nah. And as a Christian, <laughs> I asked the pastor about it. He said, well, your master is the big master. You know, God, the all-seeing. Okay, well, he said, of the flesh. So is God a man? What, what are you saying? See, it, it, you got allegorical things in the Bible, but you got things that are literal too. You have to specify what you're talking about, partner. You can't just tell me anything. I ain't going for it. You know, and people say, well, Jesus cleared all that up. Did he? Because you have the Old Testament, then you have the New Testament, and some people act like the New Testament was the remix, and it fixed or changed things that were in the Old Testament. Nah. The word of God is the same, right? If God say thou shalt not kill, he didn't say unless. He said don't kill. We put those addendums on there and say, hey, you know, I ain't gonna kill nobody unless they do such and such. Well, I understand, but that's not what the Bible said. So if you're gonna follow the Bible, let's get into it, because we're talking about Christmas. That's a... Uh, Let's just look at it on a basic level. If it's supposed to be Jesus' birthday, Jesus should be the one with the party getting the gifts, right? Why should I get gifts on your birthday? Why? Okay, it's Sharon's birthday. Give me 23 presents. For what? It's not my birthday. But every year, people everywhere, they trying to get presents for somebody else's birthday. Where's the logic? They said, well... Christ is the Savior. He came, he died for your sins. And did he? Because my understanding is he was on a stick and they were stabbing him and he wasn't trying to go. He asked God to say, hey man, what's up, man? You left me hanging. Why have thou forsaken me? Like, why are you, why are you letting this happen? That's man stuff. That ain't no spiritual stuff. That's a man who was like, hey, man, these people done stabbed me. I'm up here. I'm going out like this, man. This is cold. If somebody knew they was coming to die for your sins, I don't think they'll be resistant. 
They be like, I came here, this is what it is. This is what it, no. He was like, hey man, this hurt. They didn't stab me and I don't know what to do about it. But if you go to uh, Matthew 10, verse 5 and 6, or you can check, there's a couple other ones in there. Matthew 15, 21, Luke 13, 22, John 1 and 11, or Matthew 9 and 11. It's going to show you who Jesus really came to. Because they say he came to die for the whole world and wash them of the sins and stuff. Those scriptures actually show that he was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. That's not the entire population of the planet. That's one particular tribe. So if he came for one particular tribe and you're not part of that tribe, he didn't come for you. Jesus is, I mean, he didn't come for you. It's that simple. It's in, the, it's in the book. It's in the scripture that was inspired by God. Jesus wasn't sent to the whole world. So why is everybody saying, well, he's my Lord and Savior and he came and he died for me? No, he didn't. He died because he got stabbed. He ain't died for you. He died because them haters was hating on him. They were like, man, this dude too fly, man. We're going to kill him. They say, hey, what's up, man? You say you the son of God? He said, that's what your mouth say. This man stabbed this dude. They put him up on the stick. Stabbed him. And I keep saying stick because cross is symbolism. In the book of Acts, it said he, he, was, he was hung on a tree. You don't say nothing about no crucifixion or no cross. That's a whole nother thing. But all the prophets were sent to their people. You have uh, Moses, who was sent to his people, let my people go, and all of that. Uh, you have Noah, according to the scripture, who replenished the earth with his seed of his own people. You have the prophet Muhammad. I know y'all probably ain't trying to hear that because I'm talking about Christianity, but hey, he wasn't sent to the world. He was sent to the people he was sent to in Mecca. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other story and a whole other show, but he wasn't sent to the world. He wasn't sent to save the world. And uh, they said he would raise up from amongst his own people. Google that. But uh, it was only two universal prophets, meaning two prophets, according to the scripture, that were sent to the entire world. Two of them. That's Adam and Noah. Adam started the human population. Noah restarted the human population. That's it. So that that's everybody on the planet. Outside of that, nah. They went to their people. Abraham, he was blessed in his lineage, his people, different tribes, which includes the tribe of Judah, uh, sheep of Israel, the people that Jesus came for. Different tribes, people, the prophets went to their particular tribe. They didn't go for the whole world. That wasn't, that wasn't what was happening. But according to the scripture, the sins of Adam, and the sins of Adam and Eve is what caused this major sin of man to where every man is born in sin so they needed Jesus to clean that up according to the scripture but if you go to the scripture in Ezekiel 18 verse 19 through 20 the son will not bear the iniquity of the father so if in the book in Ezekiel it says the son won't bear the iniquity of the father I'm the son I did not inherit the sins of my daddy I ain't got an answer to what he did. That's what he did. So, Jesus didn't need to come die for me because I wasn't born in no sin. According to Ezekiel, this is your scripture. That was inspired by God. I'm just saying. 
we gonna go a little deeper into that because uh i'm gonna give you enough time to let all that register because we talking about christmas but uh i need to lay the groundwork so you can see what it is i'm talking about and where i'm coming from i'm coming from your scripture and we'll be right back at you. So this is something I've always been fascinated by because the Bible never talks about the date of Christ's birth, yet we celebrate December 25th. Why? Well, primarily because in ancient Rome, there was a feast called Saturnalia that celebrated the solstice. What is the solstice? It's the day that the sun starts coming back. The days start getting longer. And most of the traditions that we have that relate to Christmas relate to the solstice, which was celebrated in ancient Rome on December 25th. So when Christianity became the official religion, in a sense, in Rome, they were able to fix this date, which some scholars say may be earlier than that. There's a little discrepancy about it, but it's no question that the fact that it was celebrated in Rome as an important day with gift giving, candle lighting, and singing, and decorating houses really cemented Christmas as December 25th. You always say you don't know much according to your books, but do you know why we have a Christmas tree as opposed to a bunch of hydrangeas? Well, really this is another pretty and pretty. This is another How about that, Ken? This is another pagan tradition. So Christmas is really about bringing out your inner pagan. The Christmas tree really comes to <laughs> Who knew we which, had an inner pagan? Yes, yeah. Which of the wise men said that? Yeah. I can't remember. Well, it's like Halloween and a lot of other things we do. These all predate Christianity. Uh -huh. But in the north world, Germany, uh, the, uh, the Scandinavian countries, where winter was re really serious and the solstice was really an important idea. They celebrated the return of life by celebrating an evergreen tree. When Christianity came in, they started to use the evergreen tree, the pagan symbol, as a symbol of the tree of paradise. Like and they started to hang an apple on it. So little red balls oh. on green trees. Oh, that's Getting the ornaments. The here. That's where the idea that's for right. ornaments So all of these things really celebrate the idea that light and life are coming back into the world, which is essentially what Christmas means to Christians cool. uh, across the world. Right. And mistletoe? Mistletoe, we we can thank the Druids for that. The Druids believed that mistletoe was an all-powerful healing item. It hung from the sacred oak. In fact, if you met somebody in the forest, you gave them the sign of peace under the mistletoe. So people started to hang mistletoe above their doorways as a symbol of peace. This was such a powerful symbol of paganism yeah. that English churches actually banned the use of it. And in fact, the real war on Christmas in America begins with the Puritans in around 1659. They knew all of these things, the date, the traditions were pagan ideas. The Puritans banned Christmas for about 20 years in America before the, the celebration became just too popular.
fellow was breaking it down to you. He said a lot real quick right there. One of the things that I want y'all to focus on is the winter solstice. That's uh, the time of the year when the sun is further south of the equator. And that's normally around between like December 19th and 27th, something like that. And they used to call that the day of the unconquered sun. That was a celebration for this fella. <laughs> a lot of people know by the name of Nimrod. We're going to get into that in a minute. But I just want to point it out because the fella spoke on it. And the Yule and Saturnalia, they were celebrated around December the 6th also. And that was commemorate Nimrod. Now I'm going to have to back up and break down Nimrod but I'm pointing this out because this is what kind of gives the uh, December the whole this is the birthday thing for Jesus because first of all let's keep it 100. Back then who was keeping records of birth? There were, there were no birth certificates. There wasn't a hall of records. You couldn't go downtown and get a birth certificate. They, they didn't do that. People didn't know how old they were sometimes. You had people who had to guess. And, and, and let's get even deeper than that. The calendar as it is today didn't exist. So how, how did you know how old you were? Because keep in mind, months like August was named after Augustus. This was a, a ruler. This was an emperor. Months like July named after Julius Caesar. You know, and there was some beef in there with one of the months not having as many days as the other day so this fella say well i'm gonna take he got 30 i'm gonna take another day and make my month have 31. it was a lot of that going on so the calendar wasn't even set up yet so people didn't know how old he was they say jesus was like 33. how you know he lived to be 33. how do you know 33 what because caesar was alive during the time of jesus so what was the month of july Remember, he said, you give unto Caesar what is his, and give unto God what belongs to God. Separation of church and state. The government was the people that was the ones that was designing the calendar. It's confusion now. You know? I don't know what's happening right there. You know what I'm saying? That's why February ain't got that many days in it, because they took some of those days to make these other months from the 30 to 31 and all this old crap. But people didn't know how old they were so what they did is every year around a certain time they had a celebration which was paganistic because they were celebrating somebody that wasn't even alive no more uh, Nimrod and we're gonna get back to Nimrod but I'm just putting that out there because um, the fella said solstice and Saturnalia and that was real quick and people like what is that first of all google it Saturn Alia, of course, we're talking about the same Saturn as in the planet Saturn, the uh, mythical god, goddess, all of that. It's the same thing. So let's let's. I'm not gonna get back to it. I'm gonna jump into it. You had um, Nimrod. This dude was weird because he he got with his mama. Now I know people are like what the hell? Yeah, he got with his mama. To make it plain, he was a motherfucker. He did that. He was with his mama, man. And they were a couple. They were an item. Now, I don't... This, These are facts. This ain't me making this stuff up. Google it. Nimrod. Uh, he was actually, according to the scripture, the grandson of Ham. 
that's some whole other stuff. But um, this fella, he had a lot of names. He was known as Bal, Amon, Ra, Ray, Lupercalia, Saturn, Tammuz. All of this was Nimrod. This is the same person. I'm going to just deal with him first. Because Ra or Ray, what do you think that's in reference to? We just said Saturnalia was the day of the unconquered sun. Rays of sunlight. They worshiping the sun. They worshiping Nimrod. The unconquered sun. And at the end of the prayer, at the end of the paganistic ritual, what did they say? Amen. Amun. That's his name. Amun. It's spelled with one more M, but it's the same thing. Amun. Amen. Cause people, I asked my mama that when I was little. Where'd that come from? We praying to God while we ending this out with something about Amen. It's Amen. Amen Ra. You can put those together and Google it, and it's still gonna lead back to the same thing. Now, the argument with the scholars is gonna be whether this is Greek or if this is Egyptian. Or hey, man, this started in Africa, and when people had wars, they took the culture and all of the history and just remixed it and put a coat of paint on it facts that's why the dude got so many different names he the same person in all of them same person and the way this worked is when he died his body was cut up into several different pieces and all this old stuff his mama his girlfriend whatever put him back together tried to so he can get buried the proper way and this tree allegedly sprang forth from where he used to be and it <laughs> represented new life and every year people started bringing presents because he allegedly this is where the whole christmas crap come from nimrod and it's it's so bogus like when you look at it you're like man who the hell who believed this stuff i mean because it's stupid but hey keep in mind this is where what it was uh hundreds of years ago man wasn't nobody thinking the way we thinking now we can't fathom this stuff because back then there was not even a tv there was no radio there was no phone you don't hey man no i mean this is what it is you know but uh i'm gonna come back to that i just had to kind of break down them riding saturnalia a little bit because the fella spoke on that a little bit but i was talking about how it was only two prophets that came for all mankind that was adam and noah and then according to the book of genesis chapter 12 verse 1 God blessed all nations in Abram Abraham so if all nations were already blessed why did you need Jesus again <laughs> you need Jesus to come die for your sin wait a minute Abraham was after Adam so if Adam if Adam messed up and did this cardinal sin or whatever God said I right, then and he blessed all nations in Abraham. So he fixed it. Why did you need Jesus to come clean that up? You didn't. You straight. Because no son can inherit the iniquity of the father according to the book of Ezekiel. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> you know, after they started writing the Bible. we After 60 years and Jesus was dead. You got like more than a hundred different denominations of this thing called Christianity that sprang up. Keeping in mind that the first people 
to really do the break were the Protestants because their name really is what it was. They were in protest of the official church. And they were like, nah, we ain't riding with that. We ain't rocking with that. That makes no sense. No. And they broke. And that's how you got the less books in their scripture versus what the Catholics have. And then you had like the fellow mentioned, the Puritans, who straight out banned Christianity. Say, no, man. Y'all ain't doing nothing but uh, re reworking uh, paganism. No, man. And after a while, the government put their hand in it and said, we don't care what you talking about, scholar, theologian. Shut up. This is what it is. And then they started people to making the Bible the official scripture. Now, let me, I had to write this. I couldn't remember this part. You had the original manuscripts which they started 63 years after the death of the one they called Jesus. From that, you get the most ancient copies, like the Codex Sinaiticus, and that's in the British Museum. They actually bought that from Russia back in 1933, so they held on to it for a minute. You got the Codex Alexandrinus, the Codex Vaticanus. You already know where that's located. The ancient copies from that, and from the ancient copies, you get the ancient versions, from the ancient versions, you get the Vulgate Bible. It's important that I point this out. It was Latin. It's the first Bible to be written in Latin. So that means the original Bible was written in what? Because some people say it was revealed in Hebrew. Okay, what about the New Testament? That's Greek. Why? Greek is not a language of revelation. Nobody revealed anything in Greek. What happened? I would like for you to Google Jesus and Zeus similarities. And I'm going to leave that alone. Keeping in mind that the alphabet J was relatively new. But uh, from the Vulgate, you get the Wycliffe. Not the fella from the Fugees, but Wycliffe version of the Bible, which gave way to Tyndale. Now, this is important because William Tyndale, this was the first... English version of the Bible. Now, what year was this? Because they killed this dude. Um, what year was that? They killed Ken. Okay, 1536. That's the first printed copy of the Bible in 1536. Keep in mind, the Bible was written on bone parchments, leaves, uh, raw papyrus, which wasn't real paper yet. It was like if you keep processing it, it'll become paper. Stuff like that. Stuff that deteriorated and didn't, didn't last. But the first printed copy of the Bible was also the first English translation of the Bible by this guy, William Tyndale. They killed him for doing it. Why did they kill him? They said, man, you are bewitching the word of the Lord. Keep in mind, witchery was a big thing back then. Witches and uh, sorcerers and all the evil. That's why they killed Joan of Arc and all that stuff. But to be honest... That witch stuff was just like communism was in the um, 50s and 60s and stuff, or so-called terrorism is now, or uh, extremist identity, that crap. It's whenever somebody don't like you, they can just say you this. Oh, well, that's a terrorist right there. I see a, I see an Arab with a, with a rapping on his head. Oh, that's a terrorist. Or I see a black dude looking suspicious selling oranges. Oh, he's some kind of thug. You know, that everybody wasn't no witch. Most of these dudes was gay and they didn't like women. So they burnt a lot of them. They killed them. They said, we only need these women to procreate and bring these people to the planet. Other than that, burn them. 
But um, they killed this dude, Tyndale. But it was a fella after him that took it, Coverdale. It's an appropriate name because he just did a cover of it. And from that you get the Matthews Bible and the Great Bible in 1539. Then the Geneva Bible in 1560. Then the Bishop's Bible in 1568. The Douai Bible in 1582. Which was really from the Latin Vulgate. Now, why did I go down through that timeline? Because when have I mentioned King James? I ain't said nothing about him yet. They reworked that book about 12 times at least before this fella even stepped into the picture. But the book that you respect the most is the King James Version of the Bible. He ain't even the first one to touch it. He ain't even the first English version of it. And who was King James? Of course, yeah, he was a pervert, he was a weirdo, he was a sissy, yeah, he, he was flaming. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of these people was gay, man. So you had a LGBT dude that put his stamp on it and said, yeah, this is what it is. Because I don't want to veer off too much and get on his background because it's going to take away where we're going. But Google him. Just put in King James perversion. Google that. I'm pretty sure all kind of stuff going to pop up. But, uh... The book was dedicated to King James. So after that, they put out the revised version in 1881. And let me just kind of stop right there. King James was 1611. When did slavery start in America? What was happening in 1555? You know, we were here. Let's just go on and keep it a buck. We were here. Around the time they were remixing this Bible, the slavery stuff was happening. And let's keep in mind what it said in the book of Ephesians about slaves trembling in fear to your masters of the flesh. They wasn't talking about no Hebrews, Jack. We were here. So you can style me out with that. God didn't inspire that. He couldn't have if it's a real just God, like you say. But uh, after they did this revision in 1881, the American Standard Version of the Bible showed up in 1952. And after that, there was the Revised Standard Version of 1971. Every Bible that's in that's out now came from that 1971 version. So all the remixing that led to it gave you what you got now. I think they think they have it perfected at this point. But anyway, that's where you get all of them. So, um, we back on Nimrod. Because when... Um, he died, his mama said, a full-grown tree sprang from this tree stump. And that's the revitalizing him. So she returned to the tree stump every December the 25th and left gifts. She's the person where December the 25th started to be the date that is affiliated with this whole ritualistic thing that happens every year. And... This began the Christmas tree that the fella was talking about, putting apples on it and all that. Because it, a full-grown tree sprang from a tree stump. If you study <laughs> anything in the science world, then you know that that ain't the way that works. Trees don't pop up like that that quick, especially not annually. Um, and from a tree stump... Mm. You have to graft something on that, ain't you? Or you just have to start a whole nother tree, get you another acorn or something. So, nah, nah, they playing with your intelligence. So, 
the Yule is also something that jumped off back then because it's it means wheel and that's like the halo same thing which is a symbol of the Sun I'm showing you all of this ties in to the winter solstice because uh, Nimrod's mama her name was Semiramis she was known as the Queen of Egypt or I mean I'm sorry the Queen of Heaven <clears throat> and uh, she would use the halo because it's supposed to make the Sun shine brighter her son Amon Ra the Sun God it's a lot of Sun in there and that's where you get the name Sunday for the first week first day of the week I'm just trying to let you know some Isis and Osiris in Egypt same as them riding his mama Sibyl and Dios same in Asia and then you got Jupiter and Saturn uh, Jupiter and 14 I'm sorry in Rome uh, these are the same people just different cultures switch their name up and they incorporated this into Christmas with Christianity and they changed their name to what Mary and Jesus same two people only difference is they took the sex out Jesus didn't have sex with Mary they <laughs> they opted to give you a totally different fake story they said that he was the result of an immaculate conception my question was what is immaculate what does that mean because we get conception what's immaculate immaculate means extremely clean there's no dirt so how do you have human conception without any kind of dirt because just being honest man skeet is what it is I mean semen sperm however you want to call it hey man that's a drop ain't what's clean about that somebody got to get a tile what so when this happens okay who did it because Joseph didn't didn't get out that was part of the problem she's supposed to be a virgin come on man I passed science class I'm pretty sure that biology works the same nothing changes that you know uh, people say well God can do all things I'm sure he can but I'm sure it's gonna be on the side of logic I'm sure it's gonna make scientific sense so this baby just magically appeared inside a virgin ain't nobody dug in there come on man come on man this is what we supposed to believe <laughs> 336 AD is when they made Christmas official for December the 25th which started with the Immaculate Conception let them tell it so like I was gonna do earlier I'm gonna give y'all some music to celebrate it and let you think about it because I know right now y'all scratching your head saying this dude's stupid but hey Google everything I'm saying man I'm not gonna tell you no lie this Christmas we'll be right back at you
hoping when I open the door, I see Santa. Now who the hell is this in this blue bandana? Messing with the boxes that's up under the tree. Look like Santa Claus they crossed into a woman to me. Now I'm coming to see the whole picture get clearer. How we have less as x mess get nearer. Mirror, mirror, please, it seems I've been deceived. And thanking St. Trick for the gifts I received. So I creep back and act like I ain't even peeped it. This would be me and mom's privacy. Santa Claus. Santa Claus in the ghetto. It's funny, man, because people in the ghetto, poverty stricken. They poor. They have nothing. But they the ones that work the hardest to try to get their child something for Christmas. The next man's birthday. Celebration of Nimrod, the sun god. They start spending, they start advertising as soon as Halloween started to show up. And then they intensify right before this Thanksgiving stuff. And then as soon as you ate and the football game go off, they start the commercials for Black Friday. And if they miss your money then, they say, we got Cyber Monday. What the hell is Cyber Monday? That didn't exist in 87. Hell, that didn't exist in 2000. They found another way to get your dollar. And they getting it. You going broke, man, for this merry madness. I tell my kids, I told them from the moment they can understand talking, damn that. We ain't celebrating nothing. And people say, well, you wrong. You depriving the kid of a childhood. No, I'm not. Because they children. They doing child stuff. But they know that this is fiction. And if you want something and you need something, I'm going to get it for you. But I'm not going to wait till no December the 25th and do it. No. I'm not doing that because the original Black Friday, we know that was a slave auction. We ain't finna go there right now. Damn Black Friday. Damn Cyber Monday. Damn Christmas. I said it. I stand on it. Listen. Santa Claus going through the ghetto. You know, there's a god by the name of Woden. And I think the comic book people that did Thor, I think they got him in there somewhere. You got, is it Loki? Uh, it's a lot of different gods that they refer to, which are Greek gods, and they are just the Roman version. And the I comic mean, books got Odin is the uh, father of Thor and Loki. See, they got Odin is the father of, of God, uh, Thor and Loki. They have these, but it's all Northern Euro Europe. It's European gods, but depending on where you are, they just switch out the names for the people. You got Rome and Greek. Some of these gods or deities are the exact same as the ones over here with a different name. Same ones. And Woden, this, this is Santa Claus. Because he rode across frozen waste in the middle of winter, bringing gifts. My question is, <laughs> what's the frozen waste part? What is waste? Man, is this trash or is this defecation? Because I don't think they had the sewage system set up back then the way they got it right now. And why is he riding across it? Did he work for the city? What, what's going on, man? I mean, I, I don't know what's happening right there. 
But like I told you earlier, I say Santa Claus, Saint Nick, and all them, they different people, but we rolled them all up into the same. Because Saint Nicholas, that in Switzerland is when they called this fella um, Saint Nicholas, but that was actually a Roman Catholic bishop. Fifth uh, century, he was known as Bishop Myra, and he was a thief. He had a crew of gangsters called Knights of Saint Nicholas. Google it. Knights of Saint Nicholas. They were gangsters. They would stab you. They would kill you and take whatever you got. Put it in a bag. Hmm. So they was riding around with a bag of goodies, but it wasn't a gift to nobody. Saint Nicholas. He was a jacking boy. Shouts out to everybody in in New York on Saint Nicholas Ave. Ironic, cause they doing a lot of robbery on Saint Nicholas Ave. In England, you had a fella called Father Christmas. He had a red face, and they say that was from wine and merriment. He was a wino. Father Christmas was a drunk. That's where Santa Claus get his rosy red cheeks. He drinking that peppermint schnapps. <laughs> he on the jig juice. You a fat jolly jighead. But in France, they called him Père Noël. I know I didn't pronounce that right. P-E-R-E. Père Noël. That was Father Christmas, but he had a crown of holly on his head. And the holly sprig, you know, that was believed to have healing powers and it protect you from evils back in the medieval time, jousting and all that. But it's the same dude. And then later, as we start to Americanize this fella, we bring in the mistletoe and then all at once they just stop using the mistletoe. And we know, like the fella mentioned earlier, that's from the Druids because it had the healing powers to protect from witchcraft, so they thought. And in November, the chief Druid used to use a sickle to cut and catch the mistletoe by female virgins who hold out a white cloth. <laughs> and then they follow that up with prayers and sacrifice of a white oxen. This was done again to the fellow who went on to become a god, Nimrod. Nimrod. So all this got rolled into one. And after they lifted the ban, because they banned Christianity, they allowed it and started calling this stuff the Mass of Christ. That's what they called it. The Mass of Christ, the Mess of Christ. And they meshed it all up together, and you get Christmas. And I question that because um, if we know this is not what it is, why do we still force it on people and say, well, it ain't doing no harm. That's just It's just the time that you be with your family. I'm with my family all the time. I don't like all of them. I don't need to see them. They say, well, you, you make certain time to see I will go over the house and see them. I don't need to sit with you, tolerate you, smell you, and, and, and act friendly. No. You don't like you. And you stole $40 from me. Get away from me. So, you know, uh, I understand wanting to get together and all that. But let's look at all the holy days, man. It's something that's either paganistic or flawed with all of them. You got Easter, which is Ishtar, a fertility goddess. Has nothing to do with Jesus rising from the dead and all that crap. Uh, Christmas that we speaking on Thanksgiving which was put into effect by the President of the United States that's not a holiday that's not a holy day a uh, president 
A president put that together and created that. Some whole other stuff. And we know the story is a lie. They didn't come over and kick it with the people and get cool and break bread. No, you brought smallpox over here and killed the majority of the people that was already over here. And, and then you tried to enslave them and you saw that wasn't working. And this other dude that came across the water had some darker people and you decided to go that route. Stop me out with that. Um, Halloween, all Sam Hain. Devil worship, you know what I'm saying? Second to May Day, that's the biggest devil worshiping holiday that exists. Google May Day. Uh, February, what's that? Uh, Valentine's Day. St. Valentine, he was a rapist. It's a whole, it's something wrong with every so called holiday you got. People say, what about Martin Luther King Day? What about it? I didn't agree with his philosophy. He was on some, dude, you don't send no kids out there to get bit by no dogs and get hit with no water hose. No. You fought, we started out fighting for equality. Your movement was fighting for integration. How has that worked out for you? Integration and equality, two different things, Jack. We never got the equality. We got all the integration. Why are we still fighting? Well, I didn't agree with what he was talking about. Then you have, you know, President's Day. Damn that period. A thousand percent damn that. It's never been a good president in history, ever. Every single president in the history of America ain't, they are, hey man, <laughs> they are the opposite of diarrhea. They ain't, look, damn all of them. People say, Barack, oh yeah, him too. Damn all of them. The one they got right now, and I'm going to go on record saying this, the one they got right now is doing a better job than the one we just had. I said that, and I can't stand the one that's in there right now. Now people say, oh, you a Trump supporter? Hell no. I'm just saying, it ain't no lesser of two evils. All you bastards evil. And I'm not picking evil from evil, because it's still picking evil. Damn all y'all. I'm not voting. I don't do that no more. Because Barack got me. I had, took a lot of people to the poll, and I'm still in my feelings about that. Because, yeah, he got me. I did a whole lot to make sure you got in there. You ain't do nothing for us, man. Damn you, dog. Damn you and whatever you talking about them old trash books that you, you and your gal out there trying to get people to get. But uh, holy days, the connotation there is that something holy is, is around it. And it's not a holy day that exists that's about nothing. And people say, well, Kwanzaa, yeah, Kwanzaa's nice in theory, but Kwanzaa is nothing but a harvest festival. And the lawyer, uh, Molana Karinga, they hooked that up and came through, said it's a good idea. It's a good idea, but keep in mind the Harvest Festival as it used to exist was more along the lines of pantheism. What these people would call nature worship, but what we would call being in tune with uh, nature. And it's be showing appreciation for nature, appreciating the sun, appreciating the crops that are growing, the air. That's cool, but I can just say I appreciate it. I ain't finna do all that. Uh, seven different things, Kuji, Chagalia, Umoja. I ain't do I'm not doing that. I don't know Swahili fluently, so I'm, I'm just, no, I'm not doing that. It's not holy, it's just a good idea, you know. I mean, it's, it's not a holiday that exists that's about nothing. I, I, I need to break down the fact that y'all, that it's a reason they call it X-Mask, because X symbolizes unknown, and they know that. When people started saying Christmas, then it was another section of people that was like, you know what, we don't know what the hell going on, so we're going to X this part out. We ain't going to call it Christ Mass no more. X Mass, it's the same thing. And people just went with it and didn't even know what the X was about. 
That's because there's more to the story. And we'll be right back at you, man. <laughs> Merry Madness. Is not a Christmas song, cause Bobby doesn't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, tis the season with a nigga named Jockbees. La 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 la, la 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 la. Uh. Flow so cold, spitting fire on a hot beast. La 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 la, la 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 la. And wrap your gifts, cause hoes be hoeing. Ho ho ho, ho ho ho, ho ho ho. And Santa cop the brick, got that motherfucker snowing. La 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 la, la la la. Santa, whoa, whoa. Is that a pistol in all the tips hollow? Yeah, you fucking right, and you can die tonight. Look, I ain't got no money, got a three five I could borrow. Hell, fucking no, you couldn't pay me back tomorrow. I know you and Jack Frost ain't so cool, but man, fuck Jack Frost, he can fucking die too. Ooh. I'ma pay you back, I wouldn't play you like no fool. Fa la 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 la, no, 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 man, no, no. so corrupt and what we need to do is try to figure out how to counter as much as we possibly can even if it's something as insignificant as lying to your kid because you lie to your kid and tell them all this fake stuff about Easter and the tooth fairy giving them money and Santa Claus 
But you expect them to tell you the truth when you lying to them. Well, it's just for the kids. What? A lie? Tell your kids the damn truth. Tell your kids the truth, man, because when you don't, then, you know, it is what it is. It's like poor people. Poor people spend some of the most money on this Christmas stuff. And rich people, they know better. Matter of fact, a lot of rich people don't even celebrate it. And it ain't got nothing to do with the stuff I'm outlining. It's just they like, as for peasants. I ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do you need? What can you possibly get a person that has everything? This old Because they got everything. What they need? You don't need nothing. See, we won't. If you look at some of the stuff on our wish list, the stuff we ask Santa for, it's basic stuff. I want a bike. I want an Xbox. I want my daddy to stay out of jail. I want my mama to find a good job. I want a little brother. I mean, we're asking for basic stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the same stuff we've been trying to get since we've been over here. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We ain't never got now on them. Every now and then, a handful of us make it through there and switch sides. They say, Jay-Z's a billionaire. What they got to do with me? Because if, if he was keeping it all the way authentic, he wouldn't be over there with uh, Goodell and them with that whole NFL. <laughs> That's another show. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. It's merry madness. I think I broke it down. Let me make sure I touched on everything. Let me touch on this because I did speak on the fact that Jesus was hanged on a tree. That scripture is Acts chapter 10, verse 39. Go to that. Acts 10 39 because I know people are like well what is what difference do it make if it was a tree or a cross Google meaning of cross and you'll see all kind of different crosses you'll see the German cross which hey Google meaning of cross it's a lot of crosses that one that you used to ain't even the first cross and when the cross is upside down that means something different so Google meaning of cross and figure out why they put your Lord and Savior on that it was a tree, according to the scripture. And people say, well, he was the only begotten son of God. And he came, okay, 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 hold up. Begotten means what? Sired, the product of a sexual act, right? And we didn't establish who, who fucked Mary. You know, the books say uh, God, you know, God didn't come down here and do that. And when you deal with the researchers and whatnot, they say it was the angel uh, Gabriel. So Gabriel is Jesus' daddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gabriel's an angel, but he had physical sex with Mary. I said, no, it's just, a, it's just, that's why it's immaculate, because it's just, you know, it's magic. Is that what it is? It don't make sense, man. Okay, let's say uh, this magic miracle stuff happened. And Jesus is the only begotten son of God. So, what is Luke 3.38 talking about? said Adam is the son of God. What is Genesis 6, uh, verse 2 through 4 talking about? It says sons of God. Sons with an S. I thought Jesus was the only son of God. What is Jeremiah 31.9 talking about? Israel is God's son. Melchizedek is the son of God in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 1. David is the begotten son in the book of Psalms 2, 7. 
David. And I always hit everybody with the same thing when they tell me about Jesus being a son of God. It's Romans. I know that one by heart. Romans 8.14. For as many as are led by the Spirit. Come on, man. Sons of God. Sons of God. People say, well, okay, well, it don't mean physical son. It mean, nah, man, it didn't say that. It says sons of God. And if you're going to remix it, then remix all of it. David is still the begotten son. So start me out with that. So I'm saying that because didn't nobody come down here to die for you? First of all, you can't inherit the iniquity of your father. All this stuff is paganistic. It's rituals from some, something else. They can't get the date straight. The calendars wasn't. It's too much going on right there. Damn your Christmas. I took the long way to get there. Damn that. People say, well, damn you. Hey, whatever. Christmas ain't what it is, man. Jesus didn't come for you. He don't even know you. Matter of fact, he even say that in the scripture. He say, you going to ask, um, people going to ask me why you didn't do this. Why you going to say, man, I never knew you. Jesus don't know you. Jesus don't mess with you for real. And, and it's a whole nother thing. You got to figure out, is it a trinity, the son, the father, and the Holy Ghost? Or is Jesus the son of God? Or is Jesus God? Because people pray to him. What you praying to Jesus for if God made him? So it's too much messed up right there. And as black people, my question to you is always, hey, man, uh, how you going to accept religion from the same people that wouldn't let you read? They wouldn't let you read because they knew you would find something out. And you never heard of Jesus when you wasn't in this country. Why? Because he didn't come to you. He didn't come to your people. You had religion, but it wasn't called religion. It was spirituality. This religion thing is more recent. When people uh, created Christendom, that because of Saul, who changed his name to Paul, became Christianity. And then from that sprang something called Judaism, which is the religion of the Jews. And from that came something called Islam. So, you know, man-made religion your god gave you law and told you what to do with it man got it and chopped it up and did all this other stuff and you know it is what it is i mean i'm i'm, I'm saying what i say but a lot of us we just ain't gonna get it man and i know we're not gonna get it because we too caught up eating that christmas ham and listening to that good music we'll be right back in a minute Open up your dough. I'm Santa Claus, and guess what, y'all? I got something to show. I came to bring some Christmas spirit. I got a big bag, now guess what's in it? Something for the rich and something for the poor. So Merry Christmas and ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas, my foot. I'ma tell you what Santa really put under my so-called tree, but in reality, look like nothing but a decorated pole to me. Man, you talk about a tree, it makes me wonder, cause I never had a tree to put anything under. If I ever did look up and get a tree, there was never anything under it for me. Man, y'all should be glad that I didn't quit, cause I'm getting too old for this Santa Claus shit. Y'all think I'm getting presents made for free? I gotta pay them bills, and ain't nobody paying me. You big fat whale, you might as well quit, cause I can name a hundred presents that I didn't get. And if I did get a present, it'd be a heavy. 
me down Yo, I got this for Christmas Now how that sound? It sounds good to me Cause I'm about to freeze You wanna see something? Look at the bottom of these Me and my brothers can't go out At the same time Cause the coat that's theirs Is the coat that's mine Man, I know one thing Y'all better get off my neck And wait till you get your welfare check Go on down to the office And stand on the line Better hurry up, see I got mine Jingle, jangle, jingle for the Pope And once he gets your welfare check Yo, kiss my Keep getting mixed up Cause year after year You keep fucking up And now I know why Cause you're always drunk Instead of G.I. Joe You send me this junk That ain't a G.I. Joe That's a G.I. Jerk With a Kung Fu grip That don't even work So all I did Was just put him away Cause my G.I. Joe Looks G.I. gay That's why you don't get presents now Cause you're just in grace G.I. Joe's gay What difference does it make? After all he's just a doll Ain't too much he can do If you ask me boy I ain't too sure about you Listen Blodo With your big fat suit Next time say no Don't send no substitute Because I ask you for a beatbox And you know what I got Dougie Fresh You know that kid from down the block Totally mad without Dougie, our Christmas would have been really sad. We'll sing Silent Night and Jingle Bells and all those Christmas rhymes. Cause nobody gives a shit about the rain and hard times. You just jingle and jingle and hang out with the Pope. And when you get your welfare check, you can buy rain and Roscoe. Well, let's get Dougie fresh and magnificent force and head on out the door. And leave these party people singing Jingle Jangle. Stay put. Don't go anywhere till I get back. Understand me? Nice. Four 
Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Jarrell. Like each and every year we bust Christmas carols. Christmas carols. You ain't get the man from last night? Santa? Macy? Yo, man, let's go eat, man. I'm starving. Come on, man. Claus is a ho ho ho. Who started that? Him or the Green Giant? Somebody stole something. But rest in peace, Jam Master J, man. I mean, you know, I ain't, I ain't rocking with the whole Christmas thing, but that was that's a classic song right there, man. You know, you know the whole Christmas thing give you a, a good little old feeling or whatever. You know, you feel good. And I think as grown people, we feel good because we ain't got to go to work, most of us. And we chilling, or we try to be. Kids feel good because um, everything in society points in that direction. And it creates a vibe, which is really a false sense of reality. Like, oh, it's all sweet and pretty and it's all kind of corny Christmas things coming on TV where bad luck happens but some Christmas miracle saves the day and all this old junk but of course the Frosty the Snowman cartoon and the Rudolph uh, Red Nosed Reindeer and all that you know Frozen I like Frozen but you know Christmas is a marketing campaign man nothing more nothing less once they saw the opportunity to monetize it, they did. And they stomped down on it. And they've been getting it for years, man. And we keep going along with it. We already ain't got nothing. Why you got to keep co-signing that, man? So when people ask me, why don't I celebrate Christmas? I just gave you two hours worth of why. And that's the short answer. Because there's more to it than that, you know. But it's unfounded. It's not a religious holiday, it's not holy. The facts are all over the place. It's paganistic, it serves no purpose, uh, it's stupid, and it ain't doing nothing for me. That's pretty much why I ain't celebrating it. So, uh, 
I just don't want y'all to keep accepting the same lies that you were told as a kid. Give your children some new information so they can come up with new ways of approaching everything. People lied to you. The same people that told you this stuff about Christmas are the same people that told you about the tooth fairy. I ain't never met that chick. I lost teeth. You know what I'm saying? And why is what's the age cut off? I lost teeth as a kid. But why is it that when I need teeth taken out as a grown person, I got to go pay $200 versus her giving me three or four up under my pillow? And, and did she have on drawers? She had on a miniskirt. What, what was really happening? You know what I'm saying? So, nah, people lying, man. Easter egg, you know, come on, man. It's just too much. Christmas ain't what that is, man. I don't celebrate Christmas, but if I'm not going to work, I got to hear this, you know, when I listen to Temptations, you know what? Oh, I'm going to play Temptations now, man, because I ain't got to wait till Christmas. This is a cold song, man. I mean, hey, hey, man, this is a bad jam. So I'm, I'm going to keep t talking about what I'm talking about, but we're going to play this here, and then you'll see why I got to hear it at least once a year, man. We'll be right back at you. I see. 
Might a kiss. Well, what you want, baby? Won't you tell me a story? You want me to tell you a story? Hell yeah, me too. Yes, honey. I'm gonna tell you a story about the badass Eazy-E. He was drinking whiskey and gin at the age of three. Listen and listen well. He's a bad motherfucker. Give me that goddamn book. Here, let me read you this one. Christmas in Compton. It was a silent night, yes, a holy night, until Mr. Claus turned into Santa motherfucking right.
Christmas. Merry motherfucking Christmas. And I walk on the Ever after the end. Present PZZ, man. Look, um, it's been fun coming through here, breaking it down, giving y'all the facts. Please rewind, go back, pause, get the scripture, look it up, open up your book, and read what I was saying. I didn't make this stuff up. It didn't just appear out of thin air. Leave me alone. Leave all your relatives and friends who tell you they don't celebrate Christmas alone. Some of us have reason. We're not all Grinches and Scrooges. Some of us have a reason. I just gave you two hours worth of it. The main thing is to wake up, stop dreaming, and stop living in this parallel universe fiction section of the library. But join us back here next week, man, and um, give you some more facts. That's what I do. Bye and love, love. Need y'all to wake up. We out. Stay woke. Five more minutes. My dream ain't finished. I don't feel like getting up today. The world's too cold. Don't got clean clothes. I'm too scared to face the truth today. But I still gotta get up. Cause my dreaming tells me so. Reflecting truth and fate like divination from the soul. It's tiring, but better than awake like funerals. They trying to keep me sleeping up, cause that's comfortable. Catching Z's while they out of me, eating people's clothes. I'm not living life asleep, so trying to stay in woe. Dream it tells me.
like so Reflecting truth and faith like divination from the soul It's tiring, but better than awake like funerals They tryna keep me sleeping down Cause that's what's comfortable Catch disease while they out of me Your pupils closed I'm not living life for sleeping I'll be staying Whoa, Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up.